What is up, everybody? My name is Laith Addy. As always, I am your host for this podcast, Generation Z, Patient Zero. And in this episode, we are going to talk about some of the best advices I have if you are trying to move on from a certain relationship or a friendship or an ex or a friend that did you wrong and you're just trying to, you know, move on with your life and not have to think about them and not have to have certain feelings for them, whatever the case may be. And also, not only that, but to help improve yourself to the point where if you do get into another relationship and unfortunately it doesn't work out, you're not left as broken. Let's just get right into this. And the first piece of advice that I have for everybody is to definitely work on something that is just for you and that no one else could take away from you. We all know someone, either a friend or someone on social media, they just broke up with their boyfriend or girlfriend and they immediately just start going to the gym 24-7. They start living at the gym. And what that does is that not only does it improve your self-confidence and self-esteem and how you view yourself, it also builds some sort of feeling that you don't need to depend on other people. And this is such a great feeling because now you know if you get into another relationship and that person leaves you, you don't have to feel as empty or as broken because you know you have your own thing going on. In this case, this friend or this person on social media goes to the gym and they built this amazing body or they feel a lot healthier. They know that regardless of who comes and leaves in their life, that's theirs and theirs only. No one could take it away from them. And it's something that they could continuously work on and improve on. And it doesn't have to be the gym. Some people like to increase their knowledge. They start reading a lot. They start focusing in school. That's another great example of a way to build something for yourself. Because when you get into another relationship, right, and they leave you, it's not like they could take away your IQ or take away what you, the new things that you have learned. It just doesn't make any sense like that. And then you feel a bit kind of inferior to the fact that you don't have to worry about someone taking everything away from you. You feel big, you feel independent, you feel strong because you have things that you worked for and no one else helped you with. And there's other things, obviously, like if you pick any any hobby, it could be playing more sports and you do it constantly and you get better at it. That's That's something that you worked for for yourself and no one else could take away from you. So that's that's definitely my first piece of advice is to work on something that's for you and no one else could take. Usually the people that are left the most hurt in a relationship are the people that say they invested the most, they put in the most effort. Being the one who puts in the most effort and the most time into a relationship also mean you took away time from other things you were doing in your life. You kind of gave up commitment to other things you were doing for yourself. That's why when the relationship is over, you kind of feel more empty. Because you, you didn't work on other things for yourself. So doing this, just listening to my advice and following my advice, next time when the relationship is over, doesn't necessarily mean that you didn't invest enough time or effort into it. You just don't feel like you're left with nothing. Moving on to the second piece of advice. This one's a bit self-explanatory, but I feel like it's a must to add to the list. And the advice is the right person will find you when you find yourself first. Now, before any, you know, hater or whatever that's listening to this, I know there are some miracles or there are very romantic story of someone finding someone who is lost and needs the help and whatever. But I'm talking about someone who just left the relationship and they're worried that they won't find another person or they're worried that no one would love them the same way or any of those kind of 
worries that linger in the back of your mind, the right person for you will find you when you first find yourself. Because if you think about it, would you be attracted to someone who doesn't have any goals for themselves or who doesn't take care of themselves? They don't go to the gym. They don't watch what they eat. Someone who doesn't really have any aspirations in life. They don't. They live like they don't have a purpose. They're just there. No one's attracted to that. And that's also another piece of advice. People are attracted to others that take care of themselves, that work towards something. I'm not going to talk too much about these points because they're, again, very self-explanatory. But just think about it for a second. Would you be attracted to anyone who has nothing going on for them? And I'm not talking they need to be a doctor or an engineer or whatever. They just don't have anything going on. They don't have any hobbies. They don't have any skills. They don't like to have fun. They're just there and they just do whatever they need to do to survive type of thing. And they're just sad all the time because they're obsessed with an ex. No one likes a person who's an, who's obsessed with an ex. No one actually wants to fall for that. So just keep that in mind. And it, it could be like a sort of motivation for you to kind of get over this little hump that you're in. Moving on to the next piece of advice. And I think this is really important and it's kind of hard to understand in the moment. But if you're someone who just got over a relationship and you're just super sad about it and depressed, just remember that, yes, you're going through a really sad time in your life. But at the same time, you should kind of be sort of happy that something could make you feel this sad. I know that sounds weird, but it's like a beautiful type of sad because this is what makes us human. This is what makes you human. You feel this type of sad. It's actually proof that if you feel this sad now, that you felt something really great before. And it's also proof that you will feel something really great again. I, I think that's all I'm going to say about this because... It's kind of, I think this is something that the more you try to explain, the more you complicate it. So if you need to re-listen to that, you could just go back and listen to it again. But just understand that you feeling this sad is what makes you human. And it's just proof that you felt something great before and you'll probably feel something great again. This next piece of advice is something people just are so stubborn with. They just feel like they need it to move on. And it is called closure. Closure is a lie, in my opinion. You definitely don't need it. Because the way I see it, people wait for closure to move on from an ex. And it's, if you think about it, just look at it logically. Does it make sense that you need the permission of an ex who probably treated you bad if it was a bad relationship or a toxic relationship? You need the permission of an ex to move on with your life. Doesn't that sound kind of sad? that you're waiting on for someone who hurt you and took advantage of you or someone who just didn't treat you as good as you deserved, you're waiting on them for you to move on. They still control your life that much that you need closure from them. So I, that probably sounded a bit harsh. And a lot of people are like, oh, well, it's not like that late, the whatever, blah, 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 because everyone's been there. But at the same time, just really think about it because... Also, when you're waiting for closure, when you're constantly thinking and waking up every day like, I need the closure, maybe today's the day that I get the closure. If you listen to the last episode or the one about blocking your ex, I talked about like these strings that attach you to your ex. And as long as you have these strings attaching you to, 
they have an effect on your life. They have a pull on your life. You every day thinking to yourself, are they going to give me closure? Is today the day they give me closure? All that kind of stuff. Those are strings that you keep attached to your ex. It's the closure string. And as long as you think that you're going to get it or you're waiting on them to give it to you for you to move on, they continuously just tug on that string every day and it pushes you off your path on becoming better or to becoming better and finding yourself and just finding someone who really deserves you and you deserve them. So definitely closure is one thing that everyone thinks that they need. When you really don't, it's just another excuse for you to keep thinking about that person. It's just another excuse for you to give you the illusion that you too have still something to talk about. Or it, it gives you the illusion that you, you deserve to be in their business still. Or they need to be in your business. When the truth is, it's done. It's over. <laughs> like you don't have any reason to talk to them or need to talk to them. Also, just to add to that point, because I know I was like really, really harsh there for a second. And I, I'm only doing that because some of you really need just a straightforward, factual, kind of logical thinking to this. But I just want to add one thing. If you were in a good relationship and it just ended and that person treated you right and everything, they would give you the closure that you deserve from the beginning. You wouldn't have to be chasing for it. Closure is not something you need to chase for. If the person really cared about you and is really mature and this person is very nice and kind-hearted and everything like that, they would give you the closure before you needing to chase after it if they really cared about you. Because people are not stupid. People know when, they're, when the relationship is about to end, they understand that they need to give the closure and they need to get it back. Now, the dumb people, the people that are toxic or the people that don't know how to treat someone right, in their head, they're like, they don't need my closure. They don't need it. They could just, and they'll usually make up excuses like, oh, he or she could just move on without it, or she doesn't, or he doesn't need to hear me talk anymore, or whatever. They, they kind of get scared and they shy away from giving closure because closure is not an easy thing to give. It's a hard talk that you have with your partner. It's really tough. Like, I understand that. And I see that in my friends and everyone around me who goes through something like this. It's definitely not easy when you find yourself really sad and upset. It's hard to catch yourself doing the wrong thing or like being obsessed about you. You don't even notice these things that you're doing because of how sad you are or how numb you are to certain things. And definitely feelings cloud your judgment. I always say that because it's very true. So I get that it could be a slow progress at the beginning and it's it's hard to accept what we talked about today maybe. But definitely, I think you should start slow. Start working on it a little bit every day. And before you know it, you're doing a lot better than you were before. It's just that simple. And people think it's a steady process getting better. And it always stays at that same constant. Just being better, a little bit better, a little bit better, a little bit better every day. But I don't think it's like that. I think it starts off slow out of nowhere you'll see yourself just doing so much better and the reason for that is because you would you will become stronger and stronger every day and you would practice those good habits that we talked about and apply those the advice that we just talked about to your life to the point where you become really good at them and you're stronger so you're just 
really going at a really fast pace and you just won't even recognize yourself. And that's really the goal. So I'm just going to wrap up this episode right here. If you have anything you want more clarification on or you want me to talk about something a bit more, then definitely feel free to reach out to our Instagram page or my Instagram page, actually. It's Generation Z Patient Zero. No capitals, no underscore, no space, just Generation Z Patient Zero. DM me. My account is um, public, so just feel free to DM me any feedback that you have, whether you hate my show or you like my show, whatever it is. I'm more than happy to read them. So thank you. I appreciate you guys. And until next time, have a wonderful day.